Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents. Unless you brought something for me. Here's a tip for all you moms or boyfriends or girlfriends or roommates or friends. Visit racechasertickets.com And make your purchase now For the live show at the theater at the Ace Hotel baby (laughs) It's Race Chaser Live, January 11th Call Courtney for those whistle tones. Yes, honey. Yes, ma'am. Listen up, Tuts. Listen up. Listen up, Tuts. If you've been searching for that perfect holiday gift, you need to look no further, darling. Yes, ma'am and trans. It's the first live ever show of our super smash hit podcast, Race Race Chaser Chaser with with Alaska Alaska and Willem. (laughs) Willem. (laughs) We're in two different cities recording this, sorry. Um, I bet you and your friends listen to our show. I bet mm-hmm. your sister listens to our show. I bet your mom listens to our show. And maybe even your stepdaddy. And they all want to reach deep into that stocking on Christmas morning and pull out tickets to Race Chaser Live. It really is the perfect gift. A stunning night out on the town in Los Angeles with the whole squad. Get a limousine, pop some champs, and have a fabulous evening. Or hop on the Metra, grab an ultra pool. And snag a ticket for the cheap seats. However you want to party, that's fine. You could lift it. You could Uber it. You could get a little scoot, scoot, scooter. We want to party with you. Come on out. And if you're not in the L.A. area, this is the perfect gift for your friends who live out there. So it's a good look for you. That out-of-town friend who gifts tickets to see their friend's favorite podcast. Or make some travel plans. I heard people are flying in from Texas and Idaho for like a birthday show mm-hmm. or something. And, I mean, Spirit Airlines is like an $89 ticket. It's fine. I think that I read that in our Instagram DMs. We are doing the show at the theater at the Ace Hotel. So you can just get a hotel room there. And um, I offer turndown service. Um, and you could bring your friends. Turn and they'll be service. in the audience, too. Or you could get a locker at a bathhouse. That's only like $14 a day. <laughs> so what do you expect from this show? Oh, my God. Um. Well, um... I don't know. It might even be a surprise for me. You keep making all these elaborate plans, Willem, so you never know. You know I love a good stunt. I am a stunt queen. Exactly. From what I know, we will have some special guests, some audience Q&As, deep dives into drag race iconic moments, and much more. Plus the pony! Yes, I might be wearing a pony. You're right. Yes, there, there may be a pony involved. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So the details are Friday, January 11th, 2019, the theater at the Ace Hotel, Los Angeles, California. For tickets, visit www.racechasertickets.com. There will be a meet and greet after the show as well, and there are just a few VIP tickets left, so make sure you snatch those up. And that's at racechasertickets.com. 
See you, See you at, at the, the theater. And happy holidays. Happy holidays. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, a podcast Aww. dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. And in true All-Stars fashion, we are breaking all the rules. <laughs> so as you we know, love to break the rules here, so yes. we are skipping ahead, and uh, we know we have some unfinished business to attend to with season two, and yes. we'll get to that. But uh, we're booked and blessed, and um, we need to get to these bugs that <laughs> exactly. are competing for a spot in the in the Valhalla Norse Guard <laughs> Hall of Drag Fame, That's along right. with yourself. Uh-huh. Trixie and Alaska. Is is it a luxuriously appointed condo? Is it does this feel like an in call location or what is it exactly? The, um, I want you to tell me about. Well, it's like uh, the they're green 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 screen accessible <laughs> green green oh. green accessible. So it's a a two D hostel. <laughs> it is completely yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Those filters were awfully strong. G- okay, well, it was it. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. We will get to that. It's it's yeah. very exciting. Okay, so we're we're jumping out of order right now and the reason we're doing this is because I just I don't know, we sort of we sort of came to this decision uh I just I went and I saw I went out to a bar in New York to go watch the the show and it's such a phenomenon and it was like the Phenomenal. the street outside this really popular bar in Manhattan was completely deserted the second that eight o'clock struck on the clock because people are glued to their TV screens for this show. Like this means so much to our community. So we would be completely remiss not to speak about it on, on a platform like this. Yeah, and so, if you're not watching it, you should. It's also the perfect time to clean your butt out for the night because between commercials, you just, you know, you do some jumping jacks, put your butt up, all fours, and then you go squirt during the commercials. Then you come back, and then it's great. Do you I like love hold a it good in? 90 minute show. Do you hold yeah, it you in? Gotta, you, yeah, you got you to gotta shake it up. Let it masticate. Do you marinate. shake your love? I just can't shake your love. <laughs> I'm so excited to to uh cap it too because um uh I think that it is of the moment. Yes, it's completely yeah. of the moment. And we had to get into it right away so we even uh we're by coastal beauties right. Now. <laughs> we're we're very by. Uh, are you by? We're we're camming right now actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're skyping and uh, we're on different you get four credits for every 20 tokens you buy <laughs> hit hit our, our paypal onlyflans.com for only race plans. chaser live tickets yeah 
Oh my god. Uh, so should we get started? Let's get into it. It's a really, really strong episode. It's really lovely. Yeah, um, I'm so excited. Um, uh, I love a variety show. Who doesn't love a variety show? Right, and There's it's an all a variety of things. It's an all star spangled variety show. So we start oh. we start the episode in a comic book sort of moment. And it's a voiceover from RuPaul saying, I've searched among my most legendary children to find the queen with the superpowers of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. And then I'm on TV. <laughs> you have a large beauty mark. Um, I was doing my Heglina illusion. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so your breath smelled like um, a strange man's asshole? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I I looked through the pictures at the beginning of of the queens floating by, and um, I was hopeful, but I didn't see mine. You're Um, not in there. I saw Sharon in there. I saw Sharon. I saw Kimchi. I saw Ivy. I saw saw some girls that I hope to see on All Stars future seasons, actually. I know. Um, It really, I mean, any of those queens that were falling in the rainstorm would have been great. Yeah, totally. Except for Bob. (laughs) Bob looks like a serial killer. What? And and little Kenya Michaels is is smaller than my pinky compared to um every other girl. She's just like a she's tiny. A whisper of a woman. She's a whisper petite. of a woman. She yeah. is. She's uh, what was the fashion prompt when they they told you? Did they tell you what to wear, or did you show up and then they said, "Oh, you can't wear any of that," like they did to me, Sharon and Latrice, season five. Um, they told me to um do my best Heclina Couture. And so uh, I no I can't I mean I can't get I don't want to I don't want to fully get into it because um, it's a surprise, um, oh. and I don't want to give anything away. But um, but yes, my mole is prominent, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm proud of it. And it it says on this fucking on this uh, this prompt this paper prompt right here <laughs> that our producer different <laughs> arranged for us. <laughs> it says. Why the mole, darling? <laughs> That's Ms. Darling to you. Wow. Just deep twisted shade. But um But um so, No, it was um it was um it was just the choice that I made. A strong choice. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah, it was a very strong choice. Um so everybody knows All Stars One was teams. All Stars Two uh didn't really have a narrative at all, but if they did give you the team directive, who would you have chosen, do you think? Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, Journalism. Oh, geez. Probably Alyssa. Uh, We worked really well together when we did um, that team uh, challenge. What? Do a, do a. Oh, right. We did it. I mean, but I mean, even on that, like, it was really hard for her. It was a struggle, but um, I feel like I was able to like push her and like bring out the best in her, which you could see when we did like our our stand up sort of comedy routine. Yeah, you guys complimented each other a lot, right? The, the same way that um, when Shangela and I work together, it's like blah 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 blah, and then I throw a button on it. Exactly. You know, exactly. You did the same thing, and, and work. It's being able to adjust your comedy style and your performance style which you are a chameleon at is I think shows your strength as a performer and why you are sitting in the all-stars hall of fame. Yes. On a luxury, on a tough, is it a tufted ottoman? <laughs> Very tufted. Or is it a chaise? I wasn't sure if Chad got the chaise. Lots of tufts. Is that Tuf- Mongolian land? Tufts University. 
Oh, <laughs> the tufting is plush. Uh, season three was uh, Handmaid's Tale for uh-huh. All Stars, and season four this seems to be very. It kind of looks like Super Drags, which ding. If you're not watching, you should. It's on Netflix. Um, it's like animated. It kind of looks like a chalet comic book. Very that. Yeah. Very very that. Yeah, it is very it is very that. And the the uh, song is She's a Super Queen, which is like RuPaul's new song, which is really good. I like it. Wonderful. Um, I'm the villain on Super Drags for sure. That's no contest. Um, who do you think is going to be the villain on All Stars 4? Did you just paint yourself as your character from Super Drags? In a, or someone painted you as her? Yeah. Um, Vander Von Odd from Dragula. I love Vander. <laughs> she is so talented. He's the best. And then I went to Precinct and Pinche, Bitch Pudding, Vander, and um, a couple other girls. They... They were just doing a show on a Wednesday night. I think the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I was like, literally, oh, and Meatball. I was like, can I come hang out? And then I, I went down to the club because after we did the makeup, I was like, well, I need an ending. I was like, well, I'll just go. to." And she said, I have a show tonight. I was like, well, I'm going to the club. <laughs> so I go to the club and then I'm in precinct and I'm like just hanging out. And like then I'm like, I'm going to the dressing room. And I just walk in the dressing room and I'm just hanging out. And they're like, what's up? And I'm like, nothing. I'm just hanging out. I was that girl that just hung out in the dressing room all night and just kikied and chatted. And then they said they were going to do Lady Marmalade at the end. And I was like, oh, cool. Y'all know it. And they're like, yeah, we know it. And I was like, the choreo. And they said, huh? I said, oh, you fucking bitches. You stupid young girls. These new chickens not even knowing the choreo to Lady Marmalade. I'm from 2001. I, I know, know Miss Lady choreo. Marmalade. What? There's oh, choreo? It's itchy, gitchy, ya, ya, da, da with the scoop. Oh, titty, wow. titty, hip, hip, da, scoop, scoop. And then... At the end part, when you don't when you don't know it no more, when it gets too hard, because one girl always fucks it up, you just the Macarena times out perfectly with it too. Oh, fabulous! So then you do Macarena on the Gucci Gucci La La Da. So whose part did yeah. you do in the? In the oh, song? I was Missy. I was just yelling, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These bitches available for paid encounters. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was super fun just hanging out with the girls, but, um, I, I got to be, uh, live my purple life and no one knew it was me until I spoke. And then they're like, Oh, I love (laughs) that. It was kind of cool. You, you, I know you love an under undercover mother moment. I do. I seriously do. I feel like Spider-Man or like Batman or something. Like, I just feel like, like I'm just like. Or I feel like um, in The Walking Dead where they cover themselves in the guts of zombies and then they can just like walk among the zombies and no- they don't notice. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Totes. When you go out um, So skies. back to AS4, who do you think is the villain? Um, is Gia there a Gun. villain yet? Gia Gun. Gia Gun. Um, I, I think any woman that is willing to speak her truth without a, a, a repercussion in sight is, uh, is awesome. I think it's it's cool that she's saying exactly what she wants to say. She's not mincing words. She's not even um, uh, chiffonading words. No, which is a, which is a finer than uh, mince. <laughs> I watch a lot of food TV, um, and she's just saying it as she is. She's like, I was so bored. <laughs> I love it because like she was saying what I was thinking basically every time they cut to her, including when she was saying a lot without saying anything at all, with just an eye, and then an eye. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. she went into it, I think, clearly knowing that not being afraid of being a villain at all. And that's like kind of a like powerful position to be in. Like 
I don't care if you turn me into a bitch on the show because I'm going to be one and I'm completely prepared for that. She did it on the switch and she went to the end. She almost won. And she was like, I'm going to go in and I'm going to cause trouble and I'm going to tell the truth and I'm going to be the bitch. And it's going to be, and it was fabulous. Mm -hmm. So, um, I agree. She's carrying that through for us on all stars. It's, it's really, really fun for me to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, they released the first 10 minutes of the episode a few days before. And Gia is just like eviscerating in the first straight out of the gate, just eviscerating people. I think she can smell fear on people. And when she smells it, she wants to play with it a little bit before she bites it. Mm hmm. And ain't nothing wrong with that. She's a she's a strong competitor, mm-hmm. and um, I think that I'm thirsty. So we should go on a break. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true. We did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drag Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Hello. Hello. Let's get into these entrance looks because they're really, really good. They are. uh, Straight out the gate, Monique comes walking in, spitting catchphrases. And I've always said the trick about a catchphrase is you got to want to catch it. It's not not one of those things that you could hand off to someone. You know, Hallelujah broke through somehow. But she says, if you say it enough, yes. If you say it enough, it does become a catchphrase. It really does. Mm, uh, sure, you're not buying it. I'm well, not. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even putting it on layaway, bitch. <laughs> I'm not buying it at all. Um, I I do like her look though. Monique's look is super cute. You know that like, I, the brown cow stunning for me is I I don't get it. 
but I think she should go with like maybe uh, brown cow, brown Niffler stunning because she's like that little Harry Potter beast that just picks up everything shiny because she's got like shiny. <laughs> She's got shit shiny all over her body. On her, on, she got a chap on. She got a, a Nefertiti headdress. She it's got cool. stuff glued all over. She looks like a fucking um, applique store on on Maple and Eighth in L.A. <laughs> with all the different appliques displayed. There's a cross. There's a heart. There's roses. There's everything. Um, and it's it's a lot. It's a, it's a whole lot. But as a drag queen, I respect it. Right. The silhouette is great. Like, her body is astounding. Like, I don't even understand how she makes her, like, her, like, uh, hips and rear look that way. Like, it's really, really great. And But then she... Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) We're different. We're different I mean, she she makes it with with a carving knife and and some, some foam, right? That's how. Probably. Yes, but it's That's hard to body. make it. It's hard to make it look so right, and hers looks really, really right. And I love this cool. outfit. And she says that you know it was difficult when she was on her original season because she didn't have the funds and the connections. And now, honey, she's a rue girl, and she's like she's ready to come back and give it all that she's got. And I think she looks amazing. I I wouldn't classify her as fucking busted. That's exactly. for sure. Wow. Yeah. You, you can't let it go. Let what go? <laughs> <laughs> On to Trinity the Tuck. <laughs> Trinity the Tuck is um, now rebranded as the Tuck. Yes. Um, she's no longer Trinity Taylor. And um, I think she looks great. She looks fierce and she does the reveal. She comes out of a body bag, which uh, that's great. I love it. Biohazard body bag. She's the body girl. So I like it. Anytime she's on stage, it's fun for me, and I love looking at her. And based on this outfit, I contacted the designer and ordered one of my own in a different color. It's it's a little shorter because you know I don't know how to wear long things, but like it's such right. a cool outfit. I've never seen anything like it. And um, yeah, she just she looks. Uh, it's it's just so bright you can't not look at her. I love it. Right, and it's all zip ties, which is mm-hmm. really fierce. And have you seen the memes of her and it's like um, one of those the ha- markers the, the what oh the marker the little marker where it's like a green it's a green highlighter with an orange highlighter yeah. cap yeah. I saw the one where it's like one of those koosh koosh balls like the ones that those. Rosie O'Donnell would fling into the audience uh huh and it's literally a green and orange one and it looks it resembles this outfit exactly maybe we can find it for wow. the grom and I, I think she, whatever she did on Botch, she looks great. She I mean, does I know look she was really look, good. Uh, I know she was looking for another doctor at one point. I told her I would help to find a lawyer, though. <laughs> fix whatever. Fix whoever did that to her face. Um, Naomi comes strutting in legs first, as she do. And uh, wearing fashions by Dallas Coulter Designs. Really? Dallas did and, this? Yeah, Dallas did this, for sure. Oh, I like this. She's always an event. Like, you always want your clothes on this young woman. She's so beautiful. Naomi is like the doll that you make sure you don't leave outside when you're done playing with it. You bring it inside. <laughs> the nice she looks like She looks exactly like a Bratz doll. And, um, wow, she's, uh, re- she's really um, grown into her features. Right. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's young. Like, she's still pubescent. Like, her face is still developing. Yeah. And um, They say... 
Yeah, noses never stop growing, and I guess um, lips don't either. No, they are they they are of uh, their cartilage, right? So they just keep growing. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's depending on the environment too, and like the <laughs> barometric pressure on whatever. Um, you know, I know she flies a lot, so that probably affects her. Um, exactly. Her. I've experienced her mouth. that. Yeah, I've experienced that myself. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. Um, Monet comes in in. Um, a bodysuit with uh, half a gross of stones <laughs> and a bib. And uh, she, <laughs> she calls her own run rickety crickety. Is she, it a dicky though? Her, Is she wearing a dicky? Yeah, it kind of does look like a dicky. I didn't I remember that word though. She pretty. Uh... She, looks, she looks fine, but like, is it all stars or all participants? Oh, wow. You know? Because okay. that is that's here's the thing all these girls are in color they come in giant bright you got a green you got a red you got a orange and then she comes in in a little like um chicago chorus girl outfit that's not even the outfit roxy would wear in chicago that's the one that the one of the six mary murderers would wear (laughs) Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh cicero isuris (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or Icaro, whatever. Cicero. Whatever. Crickety. Rickety. <laughs> Rickety. Crickety. <laughs> if you don't have a wig on, you're not allowed to talk. Uh, wow. um, and she says she's hoping she can impress on the runway this time around. And they show her um, past runway looks. So based on anything she wears, it will be impressive this season. Well, um, okay. I think Monet should always wear a pussycat wig. This is my stance. I think that like the things that sometimes people say are like the worst thing about you. If you lean into them and like own them, then they can become what you're known for. Because mm-hmm. if if you wear like hair like everybody else, then you'll just look like everybody else. But she's like known for wearing these really short, and she has the beautiful features that can carry that short, tiny hair. So I hope yeah. we do see some fucking pussycat wigs this season. I I hope so too because I like to make fun of them. <laughs> Little bus driver wigs. <laughs> Bye. Who's next? Jijijijina Gun. Jijijia. Yes, our girl Gia. Oh my goodness. Oh she, wow. Now there's been some discussion about uh, cultural appropriation with this look, um, because yeah. Gia is in a. It seems like a Guadalupe themed uh, virgin esque look. Yeah. Which is a reach. Um, well, she said that it was inspired by that and that she had a spiritual yeah. connection with La Virgen de Guadalupe. And so she wanted to dress um, in an homage to her. Sure. So um, I don't know. Is this cultural appropriation? I don't know. I think Gia looks great. But um, I, I, if you have to bring your own crown to a show, that doesn't bode well. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Yeah. And, uh, Gia says, mine is couture and hers is just hot glue, which I really think is unfair to Monique because Monique probably used E6000. <laughs> nice girl. Who's next? Pheromone. Ooh. And moan she does. <laughs> the crybaby really, is back. I really like Pheromone a lot and I've gotten to like work with her like I was at drag world with her and um i think she's really really funny and uh and really fun and um and i think she looks great here yeah and jasmine's next oh my gosh uh what what, what nice is the, 
Whoa. I'm, I'm being nice. Okay. Here's the thing. I, yeah, I'm being nice. I'm, I'm making a choice to be nice. I think it's, it's uh, important to support everybody to a degree. And at this point in the show, she hasn't done anything to offend me other than be boring. You know, if you're going to walk in and start crying and say that's your catch line and that's why you're there. Like, I don't remember anything that she did on her season that made me go, oh, my God, yes, girl, other than the reunion, you know. So right. I'm waiting for her to impress me. So I'm just being nice. I, I, I'm I not trying to prejudge her at all because I don't really remember her from season nine other than the reunion. She looks fucking great. Um, good for her she for does. having her body out with not a stitch of tight. And when... when um. Monique, when Monique comes for her body and yeah. says her ass looks like Mr. Rogers, I think that was a definite low blow because her ass looks great. I mean, it's not yeah. mine, but it's great. It's round. It's supple. There's a little bit of a dimple that's winking and saying, hey, come in here. You know, it's that's cute. feminine, though. So and like, even on the zoom into it, it's got some good jiggle to it. And yeah. there's no visible bruising, scabs, hair, ingrowns or razor burn. Yeah. I think yeah. she. Lo- I think she looks great. I think her house looks great. I think it's unfair to say that it's Mister Rogers ish. <laughs> yeah. So um, maybe Monique could look inside herself and examine why she feels the need to lash out at poor Farah. Right. And it's yeah. a it's a throwback to season one where everyone walked in with their ass hanging out. So this is like this is a great return to form. Very bless- very Chanel. Um, uh, very Akasha moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Ja- Jasmine Masters. And her suit has something to say. It's loud <laughs> as fuck. That is the loudest She's suit a- I've ever seen. She keeps saying, listen up, you junkie whores. Is whores. that from Truck Turner? N- I-, I think it's something that she says on her viral videos. But uh, the Truck Turner quote is, um, shut up, you junkie whore. <laughs> Now y'all hoes sit down. I got something. I got to talk to y'all. So it is. It's a truck turner reference. I love that. I hope. Yeah. She um she she walks in, hands in pocket, got something to say, coming out of pocket in a second, and um she she uh she says she Naomi says I'm surprised that she's back because she didn't perform so well in her season. Um, but then she turns it around with, she dug herself out of that grave with her vines and her Instagram. Um, That's true. So, it, and she really has. She's proved herself. Jasmine's video, Jasmine has really great videos on Instagram. And uh, I know, I just spent an hour of my week last <laughs> week watching Jasmine while I did my face. And normally my face takes 35 minutes and I let it take the whole hour for this because Jasmine just she told everybody what went on and she let everybody let have about that goddamn Christmas special. Yeah. She said, Merry, Merry Crystal to everybody. I'm going to smoke this blunt and tell y'all what went on. <laughs> and it was juicy. Juicy. She's great. And that's like, that's where she really shines is her like ability to be so candid and just like break it down 100% raw and just. Hi, here we go. Yeah, 100. Just. Uh, the- <laughs> Who comes in next? But she's here. Valentina. It's me. Uh, she is gorgeous. Yeah, she really is. She's, she's so stunning. She's kind of the new golden child of the franchise, I think. Um, I don't think that she's had any missteps. 
you know, even after the whole I'd like to leave it on thing, she 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 stayed respectful to the franchise and the empire and she's been lovely and um I'm so happy that she's going to be in uh Rent. Yeah. That'll be really fun. Yeah. I I look forward to watching that. She um I like her uh I she has style and she has an eye. And Definitely. Even in her confessional like sitting in the interview chair look, she's like I'm doing a reference to what I wore on my previous season, but I'm doing an upgraded version of it, which I love Stop. people who see the 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 like paradigm of drag race and they can reference mm-hmm. within it and reference yourself. And I, I, she's really good at that. I like her. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like, you know, she's taking notes from you, I think. She'd be dumb not to. And Um, she's wearing an outfit that I would most definitely wear, and I kind of did wear a couple of times walking into the workroom. I do remember your beret phase, but um, your your garbage bag? The garbage. She's wearing, like, a hefty bag, right? Honey, you know that. You know that's patent leather. It's probably Dior or something. That some designer made that for her. Six people in the Inland Empire constructed it. And Um, the feathers in her hair are really cool. Yeah, the glove. That is... She's couture, honey. And I can't clock that lace at all. Yeah. I think that's a Maurice. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really good. She, She is just a tall drink of water and she looks fucking great. So there's only eight girls, and they're like, that can't be it. And then, whoop, the video message comes through. She didn't already have I bet they were all kind of shitting themselves for a second. Like, oh, no, is this going to be like a really quick, short, little All-Stars 1 kind of season? Like, six episodes? Oh, fuck. Like, we're in trouble. Oh, you you know that everybody was talking to everybody. We knew who was going in before they went in. Really? We all knew... (laughs) Girl, I did. We all knew. Because they all borrowed shit from you, I'm sure. (laughs) No comment. Um, But we all knew. We all knew who was going in for sure. And um, the only person we weren't sure about was um, the surprise for next episode, which is Stacey. Because we had heard some stuff about her. And then we were like, huh? And then um, we all have our sources. But we knew. And those girls ain't dumb. Well, some of them dumb. (laughs) So uh, RuPaul brings in the gag of the season, which is Team Latrilla. And uh, this is, I love this. This is fantastic. I'm sorry, but at this point, Latrice has walked through those doors three times. They need to get a taller goddamn door. Wait. Because they should not make her duck no more. I said the exact same thing. About 10% of the queens actually fit under this door. Why can't we just get a taller door? Is it a camera framing thing? Like, what? Girl, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not the one to ask. I'm not a damn seamstress. I think, honestly, I think I think that low threshold door is a safety issue. <laughs> and I should bring it up with them. One of those girls could have been decapitated. Someone's gonna had her get... wig ripped off just like Miss Vita. <laughs> so, yeah, someone's going to get Vita bohemmed, like, any day now. Just, like, and... listen here, you... <gasps> 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 well, I've had just about enough... <gasps> 100%. I'm going to write to VH1. That's a safety issue at this point. Exactly. I'm going to talk to OSHA. We want them Workplace to be tall violations. and, and, uh, and over-the-top and, like, glorious. And, like, I don't think that it should encourage people to wear flats and, and small hair. Because it kind of yeah. does. That's the only way I can no. fit under that door. 
Nothing's less grandiose than uh, stooping like you're at a fucking limbo stick. <laughs> um, I am happy to see uh, one of my favorite things is whenever I put a hot guy in a music video like Miles Davis Moody and then uh, he gets discovered and put up to pit crew, the same thing happened. My Latino version of Boys of Bottom, Esuna Pasiva, the star of that, Bruno, is now a pit crew member. Yes. Yeah, upgrade. That's fantastic. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I haven't sucked him. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. It's we rotted, all grieve. Terrible. Yeah, I'm going to have to go on a break and find somebody to blow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are back. Chase Leches. Ooh, Milky Girls. Trace leches, <laughs> three I milks. Don't know. It means three milks. Three Trace milks. Oh yeah, that too. Oh okay, <laughs> all right. I don't know. I just heard three. Um, Trace leches. Oh, I'm still on. I'm still on this pit crew. We got the barefoot Brazilian Bruno, <laughs> and then we got Bryce the redhead. And yeah. to borrow to borrow a joke from drinks from. <laughs> <laughs> To borrow a joke from Jinx, what do you get when you get fucked barebacked by a redhead? Gingerbread. Oh my god, that's good. Uh, Isn't it? Ben wrote it for Jinx. Um, I like yeah. that. I like that yeah. joke. <laughs> totally good. Um, I just went to see Ben and Jinx's uh, holiday show, and um, it was fucking awesome. And I know you have a holiday show coming up, too. You're in New York right now, and it's going to be in San Fran uh, this yeah. week. Are there yeah. tickets available? When this comes out, we'll, we will have just finished um, doing the New York run, and it's been so much fun. And we're going to be doing it in San Francisco um, this weekend. So uh, oh. if you're out there, come see us. We're going to be at Oasis. It's called Christmas in Space. Wow. It's really fun. We love it. Robbie Turner, Space Time Continuum. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's it. Um, do you think that uh, Latrice and Manila deserve a second shot on All Stars 4? Yes, this is their of third course. time competing. Of course. And this isn't an unheard of thing. Like, they do it on Project Runway. They bring back people from multiple All Stars. If they were on an really? All Stars and they didn't go very far, but they were sort of like a fan favorite or whatever, or they had more to show. They bring them back. This isn't unheard of. This is like, this is normal. It's de rigueur. (laughs) (laughs) De rigueur. Yeah. I'm frankly getting, I'm getting jealous at this point because all my friends get to go away to summer camp and wear pretty things and, you know, get locked in a hotel and I want to go too, but I can't. So maybe that's why I'm like, well, do you think it's really fair? Of course it's fair. I'm glad. I'm happy that they have this opportunity to look at these fat bulges on this pit crew. Cause bitch, Bruno's dick is oh bulging. I keep looking at the pit crew. I can't stand none of these girls. I think they oh. stuff they stuff it though. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think they wrap it in Wonder Bread to give it a oh. little extra oomph. That's a good trick too. Ooh, and that would make the bread yeasty. Cause you. <laughs> You know I'm lactose intolerant, but the only kind of cheese I can eat is foreskin. Oh, yeah. gross. Speaking of prized things, a year's supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills makeup, a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame, a legacy position, Natch, mm-hmm. and a cash prize of $100,000 are the prize this year. 
Um, yeah. It's, it's a pretty good package. standard. A hundred thousand after taxes is about sixty three thousand five hundred dollars too, from what I calculated after capital gains taxes. Uh, okay. And just FYI, girls, you do need to pay that. I'm talking yeah. to some of y'all who haven't paid that. Oh, and it hurts paying the taxes that year. Yeah, it hurts. Mm-hmm. You feel it. There's only two things that are are constants in life: taxes and traction alopecia. Uh... <laughs> Oh. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Who got the keys to the toot, Jeep? Toot, Ah. Uh, <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> so let's get into these reads. Uh, the reading challenge, The the uh, uh, they're sponsored by LAI Works, which I love. I have a very good relationship with them. I won a prize package from them, and um, they're, they're really sweet. They continue to be really cool and really lovely. I dropped you off to clientele there at, at one moment. Thank you for that. They were so nice. They didn't even follow me around the store. No. Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first read is pretty succinct. And I always think brevity is in the soul of wit. If you can get a point across fast and funny, you're gold with me. And Monet gets it. She says Manila Luzon emphasis on lose because she, also, she has lost twice. She also opened her segment with a bit that I that I did when I did the reading challenge, which is what like, was it? Oh my gosh, I can't possibly do this. All right, let's go. She did the she did it. Monet so, is um, one of those girls that does the the voice misdirect a lot to get laughs, yeah. where she's high and then she goes low, which girls with low voices can do. I have just this feminine, floaty, you know, know. androgynous voice, phone it's voice. So hard having like such a high voice, you know. Um, I get called I ma'am on the phone all the time. Yeah. Uh, um, Mrs. Belli? No. <laughs> no, I get that a lot, though. Uh, it's Ms. <laughs> uh, Monique is really funny. Uh, she goes for the cliffhanger toes, and then she even turns it on RuPaul. Uh, she says, oh, um, her toes are hanging off her shoes like RuPaul in the Bodega video. And RuPaul says, do I get, can I have security? <laughs> I don't remember that video. It's when that, she's uh, like. From the Spike like Lee the, movie she did? No. Did she have it, Afro on? No, this was like real footage from her after a club night in the 90s. And she's oh. like, she's kind of like, it's late. Like maybe she's had a few drinks and she's like, you know, like sometimes I just have to let the man touch me. You know, I just have to let him touch. You just have to let him touch you. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like uh-huh. just walking around the store, like grabbing a thing out of the refrigerator, and she, it's it's extremely compelling to watch. Like, oh, I'm watching it right now. This was obviously before Matthew. We've all been that girl, though. I mean, often. Yeah, there's a video of me and Sharon fucked up in a Seven Eleven yelling about Jiggly. Oh, and she's got a fucking candy on. She's got a size 14 foot and maybe a size eight candy. Holy right. shit! Good right. for her. Yeah. Damn. That's a raptor clinging on. Um, yeah. Farrah's reads um, are r- r- remedial. Her, well, they're sense? not even really reads because you can't just say mean stuff. They have to be framed in a funny and clever way. Yeah, totally. And if this but, isn't your strong suit, you should do what some of these girls have done. And what I've done for certain events is you hire someone to write the jokes for you. That's all. Yeah, my friend just contacted me. Um, his name's Roz. He's a drag queen who's really funny. And he's like, uh, do you want any jokes for Haters Roast? And I was like, I'm, I'm good for now. And he said, I did uh, some of the All-Stars Girls stuff. 
I was like, yeah. well, some of them were super duper funny because he's great. I love him. Um, he does a podcast too with Sam Pancake that's really funny. I don't remember the name of it, but the I was gasp. On it, but thank it's you. Called the gasp. Check that one out. Um, they're really funny and they talk about stuff that they know. But there's uh, no there's no shame in hiring a writer for something like this. Uh, because part of being smart is knowing where you're dumb. So if you know that writing jokes or, you know, coming up with witticisms is not your strongest gig, all you have to do is like reach out. There's like a huge network of people who it's their job to like write funny, hilarious things and employ them. I mean, she didn't make, she, she's, I think she really flopped in this because like she hired someone to make all her clothes and her wigs. Yeah. So why not hire someone to do the most important thing, which is what actually comes out of your mouth, the content, you know? She yeah. she's lacking she's lacking stuff for me that's tangible, you know? She looks right. great, but you know, after everybody gets tired of a doll at some point, you put it down because, yeah. you know, it doesn't do anything unless you get to pull its string or cut its hair. Right. You know? I uh, that's just me. Um Trinity says, gee, a gun. I guess you can buy a gun at Walmart. That's funny. That's really it's, funny. And, and I have a feeling funny. a writer wrote that for her. Uh, Trinity is no um, is no stranger to a writer. But yeah. she's great about it. I remember at Haters Roast, she was on stage and she said, some, someone didn't laugh at something. And she said, I'm asking Jackie Beat for a refund. <laughs> and then everybody <laughs> laughed at that one. Um, she was like, $300, that's what I get. <laughs> Shuffling her papers. She's She's... She's one of those girls that is just naturally um, just, you know, she, you, what's the word? Gravitate? Gal- yeah. Gravitate. I was going to say galvanate <laughs> <Galvanized>. to her. <laughs> galvanate to her. You weld to her. But uh, metal yeah. will stick to plastic. Um, yeah. Valentina uh, goes in and it's the classic misdirect. I loved you so much on your season, Manila, but who's a booger now, bitch? <laughs> I love a misdirect. I love it so much. And um, so, like, kind of scarily delivered. Like, I was like, oh, damn, I'm scared of Valentina. <laughs> Who's the booger now, bitch? And kind of, when, and then you look and you're like, oh, yeah, Manila looks like a fucking run over Muppet. And Valentina's, like, stepping off the cover of Harper's Bazaar. Right. You know? <laughs> it's it's crazy. The, girl, the girls are stepping it up. Um, Jasmine says, Latrice Royale, you are my sister, but I liked it better when you was my bodyguard. Right. Which, which is, um... You know, a crack on size, but it's it's valid, I guess. It's it's a it's a serviceable at this hour. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, and and she, uh, Jasmine also comes to Rue, which there's a lot of girls like uh, continuing the reading challenge over to RuPaul, which don't do it, girl. Don't don't do it. Don't. It, it doesn't go well ever. No, uh, that's uh-uh. her house. Just be nice. Yeah, Jasmine does look like a mini version of Rue, though. Right, like with daughter. the floral suit. Uh-huh. Which, I didn't get the joke at first. She said, oh, and RuPaul, I want my suit back. And then I was like, That's oh. what she said. Oh, she's wearing, like, a floral suit, which is, like, RuPaul is wearing, like, a, you know, a floral suit. Some kind of green Rorschach-looking test. Rorschach. Gia is just plain mean. I don't think she understood the assignment. <laughs> I think she needs another day. I think she should say, um, my parents were fighting and I didn't have time to do it last night. Wow. Can I turn it in tomorrow? Because it is, it's, I mean, it's fine to talk about the obvious weaknesses of your friends because obviously we're friends with her, but like flop, (laughs) 
flop fail. If I was as boring and as untalented as you are, I would spend my whole life trying to be just like someone who is more talented than I. <laughs> Which I guess she's referring to her Christina Aguilera um, uh, illusion or... Homages, At this point, Christina Aguilera is a pheromone impersonator, though. That's because now Christina's tea. wearing pink wigs. Yeah. Christine, yeah. Which I think is great. All the pop stars are looking to the girls. Yeah. And you could be in her show, in Christina's yeah. show. Oh, bitch. Rhea was in her show. Yeah. And then all of, um, <laughs> and then the, the, Chris, the Christine to Army uh, tweeted everybody on, on, uh, about Rhea going off about the the last album, saying like she's been a fan, she's been standing for years, and like she was Rhea was disappointed in the most recent Christina album, and she let the world know it. She said Christina let her down. She wasn't happy. This is what we waited for for three years for all the delays. Rhea let have on the internet, and then she helped Christina's team find the queens for all over the country, and with the agreement that she was the one for LA. So she was the one for LA, and then the fans noted that, and then they all started saying blah 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 blah, and Christina's team knows about it now. So Rhea got to perform with Christina Aguilera which was her childhood goal but um, it's done it's done now well the payment is you get to um, you get to have the experience <laughs> you get a free night with Christina that's, that's <laughs> you get to spend the evening with Christina meanwhile you don't get to spend the evening with Christina no I mean you get a picture right you you get a picture and yeah. um, it's it's one of those things where you're everybody around you is getting paid and then they don't want to pay you for the chance to pander to the gay community. T. For me, it just reeks. And I'll I'll say it to Christina if I ever see her, you should have paid every one of those queens at least a hundred bucks and a drink ticket, bitch. Right. Each I one mean, of those girls. It doesn't have to be like an exorbitant amount, but like it's a thank you. It's it's cab fare. It's like you know exactly uh, the Uber to get down you know, there. It's you know it's my not, rule. My rule is if you step on a Willem set, you get at least a hundred dollars and a blowjob. <laughs> and and because I, I want people to be able to say when they walk off my set, yeah, maybe he was an asshole, maybe he was ugly, his chin was big, his beard was there, but he wasn't cheap. Because cheap is the worst thing you can call a drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. And the, those queens all did a really great job of like stepping up that concert every single one of them that stepped on the stage for christina so you know um do you have any uh reads for these girls any good cracks on these hoes oh my gosh jackie can we get jackie on the phone please (laughs) i need to hire her to write some jokes (laughs) i already said my one about trinity which was um i i told her i i said Girl, I know you're looking for another. Uh, you said you're looking for another doctor, but we need to get a lawyer. We'll find the guy that did that to you and get him. Oh my God, that's real. Wait, I have a Trinity Taylor one, and I think I think um, you just hold up a I, mirror to her face. I think I did it. <laughs> so rotten. I think I did it right. This joke, but um, it goes uh, Trinity Taylor. You you you've had so much work done to your face. You haven't had a Lowe's job. You've had a Lowe's career. Career. <laughs> Wait, I said that that was in my haters roast. Wait, because we gave we we gave that to you. Oh yeah, from Gabe. Gabe gave it to me. Did Thank not you. land when you did. That was a hook moment for sure. What's my other one? Um, I'm I'm happy to see 
Latrice getting a third shot at the RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars crown, especially because she died at the end of Green Mile. Oh, my God. She's resurrected. <laughs> Holiday heart. Holiday heart. Holiday heart. Holiday heart. Ooh, the ultimate read. <laughs> Who's Monet? Monet is Holiday heart. Uh, for sure, no. she's she's a holiday. Coming in here looking like holiday heart. Holiday heart. Who said that? Someone said that. We were on tour with someone who said that. Coming so over great. here looking like holiday, like holiday heart. heart. I feel like it was a Texas girl. Uh, Latrice <laughs> won the mini challenge, and she won a uh, two night, one day stay at the San Vicente Inn, and a twenty five hundred dollar gift certificate to LAI Works. And she also won the reading challenge. It's the Virgin Islands. Uh, Oh, I must have read that wrong. Um, uh, Latrice also won the mini challenge on our season, uh, which which is great. I don't I don't remember it, but I remember her making me cackle because she's just got she knows how she knows she's been doing a long time. She knows she's so good. I hope they release like the bonus footage maybe they have already but they did i i I, really i uh i stayed up watching it on instagram but then i have to shut it off because then i start to feel bad about myself for missing for fomo um but i'm gonna go cry for a second uh, during the break okay okay We are back. Back, 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 back again. Um, they're doing the, the All-Star Spangled Variety Show as the main challenge this week. That's right. And the challenge is to entertain a mix of LGBTQ veterans and active service people. And um, at that point, Farrah says, oh, maybe I'll find a straight military husband. It's like, did you not hear LGBTQ? <laughs> it's not a crowd of chasers, girl. Calm down. She was trying, okay? She was trying. Uh... Yeah, I I love that. That's the goal is to to find a man to leech off of. Yeah, <laughs> those Vegas dolls. Uh, the well, hey, Kimura. you know. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I I, sp- I think I spotted um, Roxy Andrews, gay uh, veteran, in the audience. Really, the, the one that she makes over on season five. He's in there. I'm not kidding. To- uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's a, he, they're gay veterans in this I'll audience. Have to watch for that. I, I so, really I think I spotted him, and I'm not even joking. I wish if they anybody would have. I'm sure it would have been you. I wish they had Nebraska, though. I wonder if she was there. She, Lord knows, she tried to get on. Well, oh no, this is All Stars. You're not allowed to get on. As well, right? Gonna, not yet. Maybe 11. Who knows? I support. We'll see. Um, RuPaul, hot pink gown, looking lovely. The seafoam lid with the seafoam nail, I stand. The sea, I love it. yes, the seafoam accents were really causing quite a quite a kerfuffle. They, I mean, people they didn't were, like them. No, like they're they're a fashion. They're like a moment. Oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I I think it was uh, the nail really got me. I was like, yes, mother with the nail. That active length. There was a while where she was. They're not even active. They're long, aren't they? No, they're definitely. They're definitely that active length. I know exactly what nail they are in the store, too. They're that seafoam one with the rounded tip. I like them. I think they're really pretty. Um, and our guest judge is Jennifer Lewis. Who, if you haven't read her book, The, the Mother, Mother of Black, Black Hollywood, Hollywood, it's amazing. I read it. Um, it's 
it's so funny. It's filled with just like quips and she's clearly living. She's the girl with the stack of ones on the table who's like, yes, I'm going to take my glasses off for this one. Completely. She loves some of these girls. So, I mean, she lets Shangela live in her basement. How, you know she loves a queen. Yeah. Like she's really, she's really an excellent participatory guest judge. Like I hope they have her back and soon because she's really, really great. She, she gives it. excellent. She gives excellent notes too. Yes. She doesn't coddle people. She says, "This is all stars," you know. And right. I think that's the kind of tough love that a lot of the girls need. Um, uh, I'd like to get into some of these performances. They only have one minute to perform, which, if you think about it, is no time. You get in, you get up there, and then you're then you're done. Like it's really really quick. One minute is no time. See, that's the thing. I, I would just say, okay, here's one minute, and then I would keep going. And if they wanted me to stop, they would. But you know they'd keep those cameras rolling. I would do my own thing. Okay. You don't have to buy. That's- She's being difficult. She's being difficult. <laughs> well, well, at, at least, least I did show temperament. <laughs> Rue, for the first time, says, ladies and gentlemen, start your engines, and may the best all-star win. Wait, really? Which, yeah. <gasps> ladies and gentlemen. Oh! That's amazing. It's progress, isn't it? I mean, okay, this is the, I don't, I don't like the phrase ladies and gentlemen, and I never say it. It will never come out of my mouth on the microphone at a show because I think it's extremely binaristic and like not everybody is a lady or a gentleman. I don't like saying it. I think it's said way too much in queer spaces. And I think that we should all stop saying ladies and gentlemen. However, in this case, that is really, really, um, that's progressive. It's really, really I love, cool. I like um, Campbell's or progressive soups. <laughs> I love a progressive soup. It's not delivery. Um, that's, Let's get into I, these performances. I, Are you guys frozen? I, oh, okay. You only see what you have to see. <laughs> Uh, the first girl to turn Monique it out Hart. is uh, Monique, and she starts the show off uh, with an original. Uh, can you call it a song? Yeah. Yes, it's a song. It's called "Brown Cow Stunning." I, I, I wouldn't call it spoken word either, because it's more spoken shout. Um, but it's it's one of the, it. It feels like the intro to a song. It doesn't feel like the meat of a song. And well, you only does... get a minute, so that's what she was doing. She was like, "I'm gonna do this little intro, and then but I'm gonna in, do when like, she was a getting ver- ready. Like, I a saw verse her of the song, and that's it. Sure, when she was getting ready, I saw her have this whole gown of brown cow, though, and then she has the matching chap and like bodysuit and boot and everything else. I was like, did she cut the gown and the reveal because she only had a minute? It just feels it feels limiting, you know, to show the girls doing their makeup and bullshitting about stuff instead of actually showing them performing. Don't limit them to a minute, I think, in in my idea. But um, well, guess what I just did? I just pre-ordered Brown Cow Stunning, the single, on iTunes. It's not. Uh, it's unfortunately not available, but it is available for pre-order. So, huh? Well, I some girls she did just great. never learn. She did great. It was it was that. I mean. Using your voice on a microphone, especially a head mic, and like having presence on a stage, some people make it look really easy, but it's not really easy. And if you don't have training to use your voice, it can be really like a disaster. But I thought she did really great, and um, she was energizing, and it was fun. Yeah, great way to start a show. Yeah, um, it's hard to go first. But too. when when you do a jump split 
and your back leg is bent, that's not a jump split. That's just sitting down. <laughs> and people go up like it's a split, but it's not. It's super easy. It's going it's from standing up to not standing up anymore, and that gets an applause, no matter how you get there. Whether you fall... So you sh- I'll text you next time I sit on the toilet so you can clap. <laughs> Please do. And you better. <laughs> like, no, that back leg. See that back leg when she hits the floor? <laughs> um, Naomi it, Smalls. I do agree. It, it was a good way to start the show, and Naomi yeah. comes up next with uh, her original song, Pose. I'm going to go on iTunes and see if that's available. I'll, I'll bite the bullet on that. Again, it I doesn't come f- out until after Christmas. So These girls are... It- Girls, you're idiots. Well, <laughs> you are idiots. Listen, this I, is hard. I wanted something to come out on Black Friday, and you know what? It didn't because iTunes has been putting all these delays on things. So I well, had to choose why, a different date. What? Well, you should have been more prepared, Missy. I know I should have, <laughs> but you know what? I'm like trying to like have things mastered, and then you're trying to have it sent over here and over there, and you want it to be on all outlets. So sometimes it gets pushed back. So I'm saying, well, you're never gonna master the craft. Honey. I'm saying, <laughs> allow plenty of time. If you're releasing music and you want to coordinate a date, you have to allow like so much time, like way more than you think. And you, and you also have to not name your album similar to one of the largest music franchises ever because they will pull it. Girl. Like, your album came out and then disappeared. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm not getting anything from Pose Naomi Smalls on... But the on video the is right out now. on um, YouTube and I watched it. Kimchi's in it. And um, it's, it's a beautiful video. Until the end, she has a, a wonky bald cap, which I think she needs to call Gabe for and get some help on that. <laughs> Okay. But it's, it's right. beautiful. And um, and her performance was really cool. Like and the song is catchy and like it's it's kind of just like, you know, like uh, The song is like a faggy version of Simon says, go down and pose. Right leg yeah. and strut. And, and when, I'm but okay here's with the this. thing. When she said right leg and strut, she sat down. I was like, if you're not even <laughs> gonna follow your own song, girl, right leg and strut. And she was plop. Let me introduce um, you to my friend. Her Fashion. name is Clothing. <laughs> Her name is Garments. <laughs> and then she pulled the Milan and just. Her name is Pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is my cousin, Kulats. <laughs> Kulata. <laughs> I love that her voice is also so deep that they have to um, subtitle it. <laughs> I love it. So good. Yeah. But uh, she does a Milan and Swiffers her ass across the floor a little bit, which is always nice. So, so nice. Very engaging. Very fun to watch. Yeah, uh, Gia Gunn giving you, you think of this? full kabuki fantasy. Um, well, I was watching it in a crowded uh, bar. And obviously mm-hmm. in that sort of environment, you're going to get much more of a reaction when it's boom, boom, pounding music, la, 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 electronic. So this was like definitely like a toned down more subtle performance but a lot of people online are saying that this should have won this challenge how do you feel about that um i feel like if you say it sucked you're not um you you can't really just say oh i didn't like it without seeming like you're racist of some sort because it's a tradition she she performed it beautifully and it was a traditional dance honoring her culture and stuff and that's fine but it felt to me like an epcot show 
like, oh, this is what they do, you know, to, to demonstrate the country's culture. And it was beautiful. But if I saw that at a drag show, would I give it a dollar? No. I wouldn't. Maybe if the hair was a little bigger, but the hair was not that big. The hair is and traditional, hair- though. Like it's every Girl, every it's bit drag. of it. Every bit of it, though, is traditional kabuki. Like she's studied this since she was a child. Like, and that hair is a special type of hair. And so, if she were to dragify it and make it bigger, it would be, it would be offensive to the tradition. What's offensive to me is that she's in a white ked sock. And then she pulls out her fans, spins them around, doesn't even do the Madonna 1991 VMA fan flip. Because it's At least do that. Girl, do a fan flip. Do a fucking fan flip. And then she's got two party poppers at the end. Woohoo. The party, party poppers, poppers not blew my mind and I thought I was like having a, a like a, a mental breakdown because I was like, why are they going so slow? Like I didn't, I've never seen those before. It had a sense of wonder to it, which I really loved. They, and sometimes I, was, I get called... And I was like, how did it happen? How did that, what What did I just see? Which is like, I don't know, that's, you don't Yeah, it was cute. It was visually beautiful. <laughs> but, you know, party popper, I'm good. I know you love poppers usually, so this is very shocking. Two hits and anything fits. <laughs> Two hits and anything fits. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of anything fitting, Trinity the Tuck yeah. does a tucking tutorial number. I liked it. I thought it was very inventive, very funny. It was great for her. Uh, it was perfect. I have I have no notes other than if it felt like the her vocals should have been louder. I really had to okay. listen to get it. Um, yeah, but that's not her and fault. I agreed with what they said. Like she went behind the thing, and like then she came out, and like nothing was different. Which was she really tucking? Because I would just tuck before, no. and then you don't actually have to do it on stage. She definitely was not tucking. Let me tell you about the magic of theater. (laughs) Tell me all about it. I love the theater. Rogers and Hammerstein, tell me all about it. Yeah. Um, Farrah Moen. Yeah. It's, for me, this is not even the fall. Because before that, taking off your clothes is not a talent. You can can try to make it a talent. But she... She's just for me. It's like, okay, you could be doing this in a dressing room mirror, honey. Honestly, she's just looking over her shoulder, shimming and shaking and then spinning. It's it's well, just it's I don't know. What bur- do you think? Burlesque has a long and varied history and it's a, you know, it's a well-respected performance art. It is, but I don't think this is burlesque. This is a girl dancing around taking her clothes off because she doesn't even look like she's having a good time or wants to be there. Her smile is pained. When she's flinging that glove around, this is her smile. (laughs) She doesn't look like she's having fun. And if you're not having fun on stage, the audience probably isn't going to have fun watching you. And then she falls. Well, I don't... And that's the thing. I don't think she was having fun. I think she was extremely nervous and putting an immense amount of pressure on herself. And even the well, things she was saying. Well, bring some drugs with you. Even the things she was saying, she was like, I just wanted it to be perfect. The truth is, anytime you go on stage, it's, it's never going to be perfect. Especially if you're like, this has to be perfect. Then you're like guaranteed that it's, it's not going to be. You have to like roll with it and be in the moment and like accept every moment for what it is. And she was not in a place where that was happening. And of course she fell. 
putting on highlighter is not a talent. And I like that she tries to make a joke out of it at least. But it's it's when you when you see this performance, you say, okay, this is all participants because it's sure not all stars. No one. If you see that performance, you definitely don't say she's going to win the season for sure. I'd like to know if she was injured and like I'd like to if she could sue them. I wonder if we could get her on the phone like for the next episode. Do you have her phone number? Are you guys fighting? Do you like each other? Are you friends? No, we're friends. I would this like is... to know if she You should was... hear how I talk about you. <laughs> bitch. I would like to know if she was injured. I would like to know if she had a chance to rehearse in the space. I would like to know if they filmed it twice. They did she... film it twice. Here, what? Oh, good. This is the part where I come in handy. Okay. So they filmed it twice. And the first time she fell. Are we and then the talk second about time. This? Yeah, why not? Uh, girl, <sighs> what are they going to do? So they did film it twice. I do know that for sure because somebody else who I love, uh, someone else had a problem and I won't mention that because I don't need to. Um, Wow. Yeah. uh, But there was a, the first time she fell and then the second time something got caught, like her robe or her dress and she just yelled, oh, this fucking boa. And um, she didn't finish the second run through of her performance. So there you have it. Yeah, and I know that other people that had props that um, that spun or like had like you know there were fans, there were flags, there were all different yeah. things. But other people did make mistakes that they didn't show. Uh, stuff was dropping off of costumes out of hands, and they didn't show it. They, they would you know you they they picked who they wanted to make look bad for story, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because, I d- um, I think well okay. However, Remember how Shishi Devane dropped that baton all those times and they didn't show it at all? Did they? I don't know. But I think it those. also comes down to if both run-throughs were basically a disaster, then like there's I mean, why why would they not show it? Plus totally. I That's, mean, plus the fall was really gorgeous, I yeah, have to it was. say. I I sh- it was shot beautifully. She looked fucking awesome doing it i hope she didn't get like seriously injured and i hope she incorporates it into her act from now on because it's epic and it's really fucking it's awesome yeah i just wish she would have played it off a little bit better i don't know and well geo it tickled her pink she was just smiling from ear to ear (laughs) (laughs) just like i'm so pleased just so pleased it's the little things. Mona Echange. <laughs> Ooh, this live vocal, it's more like a deceased vocal because oh the, the chords need uh, the paddles to shock them back or something. And you know what? It's no shock that she's sweating because she's insulating her body literally with sponges that are flying yeah. off of her on the runway. Yeah. And then it's just all these gags about sponges and that whole like jump split thing that she did last season where she faked it. It's just like we've seen all this. I'm not. I, 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 and she looks like little Richard on crack. Oh, my God. What? Uh, I'm, I'm not saying like a drug addict. I'm saying on crack, meaning like amped up like 10 times, you know, like because her hair is a giant pompadour, which doesn't stay in place. She needs way more. She needs way more got to be glued spray on that for sure. For right. sure. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, it's the same thing Fifi did. Doing a live vocal acapella, that's a tricky that's a tricky animal to tame. You want to keep right. that on a leash. Plus, she was using a head mic, right? 
which I don't like head mics. I find them really, really hard to... The, it's hard to control like how much your voice is going into the thing. I'm very like, I like to eat the microphone forever, dog. And or I like it to be like, uh, I, sound, I realized that I sounded like forever dog when I was doing that. Um, but and sometimes I like it to be further away. But when it's a head mic, it's just like there and it has to be all your control. And some singers, it's not like. It's not all about that. Like, that's not how they do it. This has been Soundcheck with Alaska Thunderfuck. Forever. <laughs> uh, I thought Manila's was my favorite uh, talent because it was clever. It, yeah. was, it showed that she actually had a skill. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, there was a joke. And then she looked great. And, you know, Manila's one of those queens that, like, there's a reason she's been around this long. She's, she's great. She's yeah. fucking great. Um, it was misdirect. I, it was mm-hmm. inventive. It was like everyone was like, "What?" Everyone in the bar watching was like, "What the fuck is she painting? Like, is it just yeah. gibberish?" Yeah, and she's fucking lovely. Yeah, I'm so I'm so happy that she gets to showcase this. Um, yeah. Jasmine came up next, and you've done stand up before, right? Uh, Have you ever gone out? Yes. Have you ever gone out without a plan? Me neither. No, because it's, you can't. And Ross really spelled it out for her. Like, you can't do that. It doesn't... It's a different beast. It's a completely yeah, different beast. And did she bring beast. only pantsuits with her to, to Drag Race? <laughs> it's iconic. It, that's okay. her Patty LaBelle. She's a, it's a Patty LaBelle illusion. What are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> there is a video of Jasmine rolling down six steps. I know. I saw that. In, it's a Patty that LaBelle. Is the Eagle DC? Oh it's yeah, a Patty I was just there to, uh, look. Bitch, I was at the Eagle DC and I pulled this trade and he is coming to visit me next weekend. Ooh. Eagle DC is lovely. If you are in DC, go visit the Eagle. <laughs> it's an amazing bar with four different stories and lots of nooks and crannies to get into trouble. It's her Patty LaBelle illusion this suit. So what did she roll down the stairs after All Stars aired or was it like or was that from a previous engagement? That was from the night the night she was eliminated, the Friday, because they well, told me that they had... that's the fucking way to do it. She literally rolled down six sets of stairs. She better work. Yeah. I love her. Uh, me too. But this was, this was hard to watch. You can't... And it's really the kiss of death when you're in a room of queens who have spent, like, weeks and weeks and months, like, preparing for this performance, and you're like, no, I'm just going to wing it. Like... These are the women who are choosing to send you home. And you're saying, no, I didn't need to prepare. I'm just going to. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big rehearsal person, but if I'm doing a set, I I know what I'm going out there and doing for sure. Right. And Latrice certainly knows what she's doing, too. Uh, She has this cute little color guard routine. Mm -hmm. And um, it is Black Swan at first. She's giving body geometries, all kinds of good shapes and sizes. Then she rips off her skirt. And does the skirt become a flag or does she have the flag? Oh, no. She has the flag separate. Yeah. And so yep. and she, did the first flag turn into two flags or did she pick one, pick up a different one? It sort of appeared out of nowhere, which I, I like love. Fa- it's like She magical. found another one somewhere. Um, I think maybe um, her husband was standing at the bottom of the stage. <laughs> Oh no, she picked up another one but then Her combined husband. it with one. 
You know Chris. He's tiny. He could have fit. Of course. She probably had him in a tub. She didn't sneak in uh, her husband. Who would do that on Drag Race? Whoever would sneak in their husband? That, I think I it's don't know, against but the it's, rules. It sounds like a great storyline that if it didn't happen, you should definitely say it did for sure. Whoa. Under the advice of counsel. Valentina looks stunning. She literally should have walked out for her talent, shown her face, and then said, thank you. Because right. she is fucking stunning. I don't understand a word of what she fucking said, even though I have a YouTube series called Como Se Dice. But yeah, it was a fun song. Yeah, and it was fun, but it would have been nice to understand what she was saying. Well, there's a lot of people who watch say? this show who speak Spanish, and so it's a, it's a huge shout out for anybody who speaks Spanish. Sure, but why didn't they subtitle it then? So I could have understood it. Because this is also it's, a show that's filmed in English. It's always weird when you try to translate a Spanish song and put the put the English subtitles on the bottom. It's like it's like I love you, I feel you know. It like it's lost in translation. It's like it's like uh, it, I I like just hearing it. Like you could tell what she's saying. She's saying like I love she you. She could and be I talking party. shit about me. Yeah, I think she, she was saying Willem shit. sucks. Willem is a man. Willem has a beard. <laughs> that was I'm the just chorus. mad because she's so pretty. Um, Can but someone I would tweet loved... us like the 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 gist of like what the song is about? I mean, it's about partying. It's about having a good time. That's my guess. Listen, I am a live vocalist <laughs> who also sings in Spanish. Yes, um, in multiple Spanish dialects, and I didn't understand a word dialects. of this. But <laughs> I I don't know if this is an original song. Is it? I don't know, but I think it has to be, or she has to own the rights to it in order to uh, be allowed to perform it in the talent show. It has um, to be yours, or it has to be like free, free range, free range. So I need everybody to go on iTunes and put Valentina into the search bar, and then whatever comes up, even if it's a song by Alaska Thunderfuck, maybe just buy that. Ooh, ding! Changed a lot of people's lives. <laughs> Jennifer Lewis loves. Um, Valentina and Latrice. Um, and she, she's clearly living. She's clearly living. And uh, I'm dying for a break, so we're going to do that. Let's do that. Okay, so Christmas is next week. And do you know what you're going to get for your family? Do you want to absolutely win the holidays with a sentimental, sweetest gift of the whole season? Well, my friends, I'm here to tell you about StoryWorth. Is it StoryWorth? I'm here to tell you about StoryWorth. So every family has really great stories. So not only does StoryWorth preserve these stories so future generations can enjoy them, but it also brings families together every week as they get to know each other better and better. StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts, questions you may have never thought to ask. And at the end of the year, they'll get their stories bound into a beautiful hardcover book. Now that's a hit holiday gift if I have ever heard of one, Donnie. So strengthen your family bond and get to know your loved ones in a whole new way. Here's how it works. Okay. First thing, purchase a subscription for someone you love. And each week, StoryWorth sends them an email with a question about their life. Second, they, all they do is they reply to this email with their story or they re can record it over the phone by calling the StoryWorth number. All these stories are private and they're only shared with family that you choose. 
And then after a year, the stories are going to be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. This is a really lovely thing and it's really fun to do. So when I think of, I like to think of the chosen race chaser family that we have. That's what I like to go for. So I, um, I gifted story worth to Willem and we've been doing this and sharing stories with one another. So, um, for example, like one of the stories that I gave was um, a really memorable trip that Willem and I went on together. And there have been many. But one of them was um, we went to Burning Man together. We went to Burning Man with um, with Courtney. And Willem and I decided to get uh, a, an RV, like a camper, which is like the like bougiest, richest way to do Burning Man because you're really supposed to like rough it. But we decided to be like um, really bougie about it. And so instead of like instead of doing all the like amazing, like life changing things that Burning Man has to offer, we basically stayed in our RV the whole time protected from the dust. And we just like wrote and like told jokes and like Willem Rhinestone things and that is actually the place where the seedling of Race Chaser was actually born, was at Burning Man. Um, and we realized that, like, we had so much love for RuPaul's Drag Race, and we both had, like, a lot to say about it from different perspectives. So um, that was that. That was a really amazing trip, and that was the birth of this, like, this this amazing trip that we're on, which is called Race Chaser. So um, that's going to be bound into a hard copy book, darling, at the end of the year. And I can't wait. It'll go, it'll go on the Race Chaser, uh, the Race Chaser shelf. So if you want to get into a story worth of your own to share with your own family or chosen family, you can get $20 off right now. If you go to storyworth.com slash drag when you subscribe, that's storyworth.com slash drag. Get story worth thing, honey. So uh, did you enjoy the talent show? I did very much. And the place I was watching it, uh, everyone was just like so enjoying it, glued to the screen, like really just living their lives. Did you enjoy it? Uh, I, you know what? No. Oh, wow. I, I don't. I don't think it was um, tough. Critic. I like. I here's the thing. I would I've would I've tipped all those girls? Yes, but some of them I would have given them a dollar so they went away. Wow. Because that's okay. the rule. Okay. Um, I, I don't know who's who. I think the order was it was was. The order of it was pretty good. They had a strong opening and a strong ending, but mm -hmm. the middle was, you know, much like Trinity's face, filler. Oh, my goodness. Well, was the um, top two uh, who you would have chosen to be in the top two? No. I would have chosen the top two as uh, Manila and maybe, I think, Gia or Trinity, probably. Or or Valent yeah it it was weak for me I mean Valentina lip synced and danced around I didn't understand her she looked great everybody looked pretty great but like yeah. I just I was like that's your talent like bitch I give myself an enema on a hoverboard and sing live and you're gonna dab a pillow on your butt <laughs> after you fall down with fake makeup that's not a talent sweetie I need to text Farah by the way okay Oops. yes please do I thought uh, Manila did you think the order was good and stuff well because I, I know you love a lineup. 
I do love a lineup, and I know it's really hard to go first, but uh, Monique ended up being in the top two, uh, even having to go first. Because sometimes you get buried in, if you go first. Like, you just get berries. forgotten. Um, yeah. I thought Manila was really strong. I thought Latrice was really strong. I thought they could have been in the top two. And I thought that um, Trinity... Yeah, Latrice could have been, too. Yeah. I thought Trinity was really great and probably the most inventive. So I think it was good that she was in the top two. Me too. Um, they but both won. The, the, the top two are Monique Hart and Trinity the Tech, which is a, a really great uh, top two. I yeah. love um, this. Um, I love that when you are in the top two, I love on All Stars when you're in the top two and you get to interview the girls who are in the bottom. Like, as soon as you get you sit in that chair, you were like, I am the expert of drag. I am the president of drag. Please tell me why you deserve a position at this company. It immediately becomes that. There, There's a... Um there's a line when uh, Monique basically says, she says, Farah, I will talk to you over there. Yeah. <laughs> and she she, tell, she says, I'll talk to you right over there. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you have. And they both kind of yes. let her have it about it, about the crying and the whining. And um, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this because Ross flat out lies to her and says, you have everything it takes to win this competition. It's like, no, she doesn't. Well, I don't know. And when you're in this environment, you start smelling blood in the water instantly because you know that someone in this room, in this van, is going to have to leave today. So you immediately start sizing up who are the who are the weakest links. And Farah, I think, was using like um, sort of like the the like crying or like whining thing sort of as like a crutch. And so it's when it's like, I have to choose someone out of this room. It's obviously going to be the person who is like, mm, oh, like, my nail fell off. Mm, you know? Yeah. Now I had people plot against me on my season to try to get me eliminated. Literally like someone tried to get someone to throw the competition literally. So I could get thrown off. Um, and they didn't. Thank you, Latrice. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about the elimination process? Would you eliminate the weakest link? Trinity says she wants to beat the best person there, which I'm like, why would you want to do that? Like I took, I took my eighth grade math course in 11th grade because I was allowed to. And they were like, you can't do that. And I said, I can, I don't need to take next year's math. I'm never going to use it. You know, finding your way around it. I would want to beat the weak bitch. Cause that's fine work smarter not harder you know how no, did you eliminate people no i agree with what um trinity was saying and i think it's a uh fair and dignified way of going through this process because once you st also it makes better tv to say like yeah i want to send home the weakest person so that the show will be a heightened competition as it gets to the end and then the person mm -hmm. who does the best wins that's how i think pageants or tv shows or contests should sure. be monique says she's not really worried about either of them and she's just here to take the crown which is great because maybe it'll hold down that rotted chewed up lace oh, which wow. uh, you can see at race chaser pod well this lip sync song is one of my favorite songs i think of all time it's emotions by mariah carey 
it's so perfect for a lip sync song for drag queens because her vocal performance is so over the top and so uh, memorable. Yeah, you really have to sell every fucking uh, riff on this one. And um, Trinity does so by lifting it up and showing everyone her shoes. With a she little does the fancy footwork point. move when you're in a gown and you lift up the gown to do the fancy footwork. Mm-hmm. And Rue casts her eyes down. She goes, mm, look at them shoes. Nice shoes. I love it. <laughs> and uh, we have Wig Wars 3.0 once again. Um, I just don't understand why you need to take your wig off like this. Can I explain? Oh. Can I explain? Sure. sure. She had glitter confetti underneath the wig. If you watch it closely, she does. So she was doing. Trinity she did it. the glitter. Trinity threw uh, the glitter. It just happened at the same time. But nice try. I thought she was doing. Okay, so this is okay. All right. Okay. The wig shakes forward when she bends. She because she's shaking so you her think head. She's in her losing ass. it. She loses she's losing it, it and then and she then rips decides it. to diswig. Yeah, wig. it's it's the Fifi. And then Trinity, arms go up, and then the glitter comes down. Okay, then. Well, then there's no contest. You, yeah. I mean, especially at All Stars, like, wig fastening is very important. I, yeah. however, I contest the hard and fast rule that if you remove your wig that you should automatically lose the lip sync. Because I thought she, her performance was really strong even once her wig was gone. However... It seemed it seemed accidental in that moment where it did sort of kind of flip off. If it isn't absolutely intentional and putting forth the story, then like, okay, I understand. But I think these rules uh, change over time. Season one, you removed your wig. You won that fucking list. You won. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it'll go back Season- to that. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because I think it's not hard to throw some extra bobby pins in. Do not take your wigs off. I, I, and Rue says, maybe you should get some duct tape. Trinity has some girl or a stapler even. She does not want to see ball heads on her main stage. Right. And honestly, when you take off your hair, that shows everything of your face. And Monique is pretty and stuff, but all that highlighter. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling it. Like Sasha um, Valore painted her whole head. And it was like, it still looked like a look after the wig was removed and the yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna take it off everything should be precise and uh precision i think all that um there's a video a youtube video monique performing and her wig did the same thing she threw it and it got stuck on a pipe in a club maybe that's her move (laughs) it is it must be her like signature i've gotten stuck on pipes too i know how that is they were girl (laughs) it was at uh look queen in new york city i think uh, but no. Trinity won this lip sync, yes. got 10,000 10, ducats, and yes. she chose Jasmine to go home. But Jasmine seems fine with it. She called her She called her lift. She's good. I think it's that, like, there's that thing with, like, Los Angeles girls who are, like, they don't, they either don't want to, like, show that they're sad. Like, it was sort of, like. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> like when Morgan was eliminated, she was like, thank you. Yeah, no, it was fun. Whatever. Why are you laughing, Morgan? Right. <laughs> it's just something I do when I'm nervous. Uh, I was a nervous laugh. <laughs> but Jasmine yeah. was very like, well, I don't I don't care. It's cool. Jasmine's, Jasmine in her exit interview literally said, I'll be at Mary's tonight. <laughs> Come see me seven tonight. and nine o'clock. 
And the producer said, no, Jasmine, this is going to air later. So we're gonna, you don't have to say that part. Um, I like that Jasmine just says, I don't do the whole crying situation. Right. Jasmine's amazing. She is. Um, and if, you, if she comes to your town, go see her and bring her drugs. She loves a good blunt and yeah. some mashed potatoes. Uh-huh. And Patty LaBelle. Like her Patty, Patty LaBelle, LaBelle is unbelievable. If you had to do the talent show one more time, what would your talent be? Um, probably, probably kind of what I did before. I make I make noises come out of my mouth, so huh. that's it. I mean, uh, but maybe like uh, I I like doing like costume changes now too. We live in the age of the reveal, and it's always a good. Oh, I've seen I've seen you a good get them going gig. So I would probably do something where the look changed a few times and I made noises come out of my mouth. Okay. Jackson Maine illusion. Yeah, Jackson Maine illusion. Jackson turning into Allie, turning back into Jackson. Oh, layers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser. We will be back on the next episode to continue recapping current Drag Race All-Stars 4 events and instances. Mm -hmm. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And you can rate our podcast and comment on how fantastic it is. And subscribe to make sure you know when each episode comes out Wednesday. Follow the dolls at Willem and at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. Hit Mm -hmm. that up and you can see all the shit that we were talking about. Yes. And uh, post and tweet. Uh, use the hashtag race chaser. That's it. And uh, that's it. And you're welcome, you guys. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Bye. Text me. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. Don't forget, Race Chaser Live is coming to Los Angeles January 11th. Get your tickets at racechasertickets.com.